We're more down here. Yeah, we're more down here. I mean, normally, which I mean, it seems like it's. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it could be a little bit low. No, actually, I think it's. I think that's good. I think that's good. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's pretty good. Right. I think there. that's good. Yeah, you think, think that's, that's good? good? I think that's good. I think Is that's that good? good. Is that good? Good. Is that that's good. good. Is that good for you? That's good for it's me. Good. It's good. That's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. See, I can just do this. It's good. And then it's, it's great. Just Ooh. a little bit more good. Just a little bit. Just you want to see bit. me wiggle it? Just, just a, little a little bit. bit. How long have we been recording again? <sighs> Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes of garbage. Well, that's us in a nutshell. Two minutes of garbage. <laughs> Our number one fan says it's two minutes of garbage. But they sound Hot really nice. Garbage. Hot garbage. <laughs> recent review said. A recent review said. Those nope, guys need more coffee. No, you can't yawn. Well, we should have gone out and got coffee. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I need to start limiting the amount of espresso I take in every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. What are you, a dog in heat? No, that was just a person. Just a person in heat. You're an asshole. In circle gets the square. In circle gets the square. (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast. Life adventures with Pete and Simpson. two guys talking about their travel and life adventures across the world in this episode all right let's not yell at it in this episode, can you just do it normal this is normal <laughs> for me oh is that was that queen is that a queen song Oh yeah, it, had, yeah. it actually had a little bit of a tone of a Queen yeah, song. It did. So, yeah, did. Yeah, uh, no copyright infringement here because it was definitely not. not. It was an original <sighs> works. Actually, yeah. I'm reading a book about how to be creative people or people in general. Yes. Steal from other sources mm. and make it their own. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not plagiarism because you're not copying word for word and passing yeah. it off as your own. But there's it, things it, that give you inspiration right. that it's, you pull from. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's talk about influence and that sort of thing and how you can, and how you can draw from specific influences and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. That's as a person who has to be creative. I feel like that's the definition of the word influence. Shut up. Influence. Uh, Speaking Which is of, a segue. <laughs> Speaking of sick illnesses. In this episode. Oh my God. Why do you got to yell? January never happened. <laughs> Your comedic timing is on point. I love it. Anyway. Any who. January never happened. This episode of the podcast is January never happened because I feel like it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It was like it was Christmas and then it was Febtober. It was it was Christmas and then Valentine's Day. And I was like, yep. well, what happened? Yep. Hopple. Anyways, January never happened. And some things did actually happen in January. A lot of stuff ha- actually happened. I think that's why it felt like it didn't happen because yeah. it was very quick and very So crazy. what is a normal January like for you that causes this one to feel like it didn't happen? So professionally, normally it's a time to figure out the goals for the year. 
So set aside, you know, your your budget and your goals as far as just a, a department and as well as other departments, because my department has a symbiotic relationship with strong word. I, I know, love right? it. Oh, I'm digging deep on the creativity. Oh, it's mid afternoon too. And you're dropping words like symbiotic symbiotic. So it has this synergy, 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 synergy. <laughs> uh, relationship with another department. So we have to kind of get on the same page. Typically late month, early of February, we'll have a sales meeting yep. to kind of figure out if figure out what the plans are period as a company. And then also how that impacts our goals in a department wise, yep. right? Or should our goals be for the department? Cause sometimes it, it goes back and forth. Yep. And there's goals that we set that might not necessarily be something that came from higher up that just needs to happen. Right. So for instance, like leads is something that we track leads. And while the company doesn't say we need X and X leads for whatever products, I just come up and say, we did this last year. We need to grow this if we want to grow the business. Yeah. So that sort of thing. Anyway. That was a really uh, that's quick, quick view behind the uh, looking glass there. That was insight, insightful. Shut up. <laughs> We're going to do a whole episode uh, on that meeting, by the way. <laughs> anyway. So what happened was there was a trade show that normally isn't in that month. So ba, now ba, ba, ba. it kind of expedited some downtime that we normally would reserve for setting ourselves up for success for the rest of the year yeah, yearly planning and yeah, we just sure. kind of expedited everything and it's like hey thanks for coming back from your break your winter break and now you have to prepare for a trade show in two weeks yeah immediately get right back at it right which is a challenge i mean december we don't have any trade shows so it's a little bit lighter and a little bit easier um, in november too it's november, usually yeah. sometimes occasionally you'll get uh mbaa will be in november but they seem to be migrating that and sticking it towards october, october yeah. in recent years yeah. early there's, october there's, uh aea south pacific yep. is usually in november correct so that one's easy it's only a quick 18 hour flight yeah just a regional jet hop away <laughs> So for a regional meeting for a regional. Yeah. Yes. Regional meeting. Yeah. That's regional is the key word here. Anyways. Uh, so there was one, one major event. Yes. The in trade January show for trade shows. Yes. Heli Expo. H-A-I Heli Expo is the yep. official. Which I believe if I could uh, get into the Wayback Machine is probably one of our first episodes in season one that we did was recapping Heli Expo. In Atlanta. That's right. In Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Yep. Yeah. So I don't think it was, I think it was actually like the second one we actually recorded, yeah. but it got released like somewhere in the queue. Early on. on. Yeah. Early on. So this is the next generation of it. As you can yeah. say, if you really want to see our progress, listen to that one, laugh, then listen to this one and be like, wow, they're so mature oh, and responsible man. now. They they've grown, they've grown as humans and as lovers. Awkward pause. Anyway, <laughs> so this year it was in a, another A city, Anaheim on the opposite coast. Yep. Which is uh, California. Yep. It's it's essentially L.A. It is. It is L.A. L.A. is very that whole. So I've spent time, very little time in L.A. proper. Yep. Normally it's to land at LAX and to go to Palm Springs or to go north to Camarillo. Uh, I've done a couple shows in, in both locations. And I didn't realize it was like an hour car ride. And that was we landed on a Sunday night. So minimal traffic, especially by L.A. standards. And it was an hour to go from L.A. to Anaheim. And they are considered the same area, which is crazy to me. We landed at five o'clock on Monday. Ooh, gross. <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? It's the way it worked out yeah. from on the East Coast side of it was the uh, the stipulation there. Yep. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Because we came the long way across the country because the previous week I was in New England and we had to go from New England all the way to L.A., which is no short trip. It is a yeah. it's a legitimate trip. And um, looking at the flight options, as anyone who is an airplane nerd thought that myself would do, uh, <laughs> you try to find the cool things if it's a sure. domestic long haul or even, you know, when you're going long haul internationally, you try to fly on either something you've never done before mm-hmm. or something you really enjoy flying on. Mm-hmm. And one of the options for this trip was Boston to Newark on a, I think we're on a 7.3 maybe. Yeah. And then Newark to LAX on the 787-10. A brandy a brand, new. Brandy new. Brandy new. Quite possibly the one that I saw land in Fort Worth to it's, get paint done. It's very possible, yeah. yeah. And I did end up getting upgraded to the uh, Polaris. Polaris. Polaris, for sure. Which was fine. I mean, it's... Uh, the only thing that's really different between Polaris and the previous version of the first class seats on those planes is you really can't see the people sitting next to you anymore. Everybody, everybody has direct aisle access mm-hmm. and you don't, you're not ever in a position where you see somebody in the old way. Well, there are lower walls and there were, it was two on a side. So you're just sitting next to somebody. Sure. But the seat really isn't all that different. The amenities are next to no difference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to sound like a, oh, it's only business. Uh, that's, how the, that's not so great. It's nice. It's business? It's technically business? It's business first is what they call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, why is there a business and then why is there a first? Like, what? Well, that, that's a layover from a time gone past. Right. Because there used to be a business class and a first class. Mm-hmm. And first class was like sweets almost. Sure. Business class was just lay flat seats. And now, instead of having business class and first class, we have business first and premium economy, right. which is essentially domestic first class. Yeah. If I could go down that rabbit hole. Mm. No, I, <laughs> mean, I, I, I was just trying to, I, I know a lot of airlines offer it as two different things, two different experiences. Yeah. So going from the Northeast to LA is usually, especially this time of year, is a daunting trip because of headwinds. So long. It's it actually, in some cases, faster to go to Europe. We did, there were, apparently the winds are favorable the day we did it. So we did Newark to LA in four hours wow. and 50 minutes. No kidding. Yeah, it's crazy. That's real quick. Super quick. It's usually a six hour, a solid six hour trip. So, huh. uh, and that 787 does go higher and faster. Sure. So it's it's got that higher, faster so, more power, more comfortable. So I flew out on its little brother, the 787-8. Have you seen a photo of them parked next to each other? No. It is hilarious. I is it? Yeah, yeah, pull it up. Pull this so up real quick. Uh, the one thing that I noticed that was very nice is that I arrived there in a much better shape. Just overall feel, right? So you, The cabin pressure or the cabin, yeah, cabin pressure and the cabin altitude are lower than what you would expect or what you would have uh, on a different air, aircraft. So with the, I don't know, with whatever, the carbon um, composite carbon composite fuselage, they can uh, pressure the aircraft to a lower altitude. So you feel much more rested and you can also add a little bit of humidity in there because normally uh, humidity is a bad thing with metal, metal airplanes. So uh, that's one nice thing about the new 787. Well, in the new aircraft period, I think it's across the board. Here, this is the United one. Oh, is that the eight, nine, and ten? Eight, nine, and ten. Look at how small the wow. eight is. <laughs> Especially compared uh, compared to the nine in general. But then to go from eight to ten, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's literally like almost two times the length. And for those looking at home, it is. <laughs> 
It's just a longer aircraft. Just go to the internet, yeah. type in Google, and then type in words. Words. So, I mean, if you've, you've seen them parked next to each other or have any inkling into the aviation side, it's just a longer aircraft. The 10 is a longer aircraft. Uh, I don't know the feet, nor do I know the uh, seat. Subst- substantial. But it is substantial. Sometimes you'll just see the difference between one number and another, and it's hard to tell the the two apart. Yep. So, yeah. So the 787 experience was nice. I got no upgrade and in recent weeks had my, had been granted status thinking that I didn't make it. uh, And I was excited for that. And then I got an email a couple weeks later that said, we were just kidding. You didn't earn it. Just kidding. Which is kind of a bummer. Swing and a miss, huh? Yeah, that's all right. That is, uh, that is quite the uh, customer service experience for that airline. Yes. Fly 787s domestically. (laughs) (laughs) Domestically between Dallas and LA. So moving on. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So the show, uh, Anaheim. Yes. So we talked about the show before, right? So we've talked about, it's a huge helicopter show. Uh, People from all over the world. We had people from Sweden, the Ukraine, uh, South Africa, Australia, especially the South Pacific and the, uh, the Asian markets. Yeah, especially, I think when it's in California, it tends to pull more of that just because right. it's a little bit more convenient for them to get to it. Accessible, yeah. So it's not a, it's not just a flight to the West Coast and then the flight domestically. It's just yeah. a flight to the West Coast. So, so speaking of that, <laughs> <laughs> so during this time, there was a little, little bug going around uh, Asia. Yep. Uh, and I think it's still going around everywhere. Yep. Um, so that was one thing that kind of, there were two really standout things yeah. about this show. The first one is the that little bug thing you're talking yep. about, which is the COVN-019, also known as like the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, the the Wuhan. The Wuhan virus. The yeah, Wu-Tang. The Clan. Wu-Tang Clan's virus. Yeah. Yeah. Or what I call the Buster Rams. Wuha. <laughs> I forgot that he used to do that. That was good. Wuha. Oh. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> we're on a rail. So, uh yeah, there were a lot of people just like everywhere that you went. Yep. Everyone is wearing masks. Masks. And very sick all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, Grant, so it's January. Granted. Right after a holiday break. Yep. And normally people go home, share their illnesses, and then go back <laughs> out in the world. So this is what, you know, it's typical, right? Yeah. But Happy holidays. Yes, yeah, exactly. Here, have the flu. Here, have a, a cold. So- you typically get that this time of year, regardless. And this is end of January. So you typically get that. Yep. But what ratcheted up into level is seeing the, you know, an exponential level of people in masks. Do you want to describe what those people looked like? It's everybody. No, it was everybody. It was, there's a strong population of Asian people in Anaheim. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, 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 not even that. Like in, in even Dallas. In our, in our hotel too. In Well, yeah, absolutely. Cause but, there's an Asian tour group. So, <laughs> but that's, that's their culture is to naturally do that. Right. Yeah. Is to be, but in, even in Dallas, everybody was wearing masks. Yeah. And this was like when it first came out that it could be a thing. It wasn't like a huge, it was a notable news thing, but it wasn't like a health crisis. But I actually read recently that those masks don't do anything. Don't do anything. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's all, it's all touch. Yep. So wash your hands. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Fun, uh, helping uh, pro tip here. Pro tip. When you're traveling, wash Listen, your hands. kids, use soap and water. Scrub them for the recommended 20 seconds. Yeah. Both sides. Um, what is it? Sing uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb? Is that what it is? I don't. I that's don't what know. I do in the bathrooms at um, at public places. 
This is, this is really Mary more. Had a this is more of a public service for my stepkids. Make sure to wash your hands thoroughly. Both sides. Both with, sides. With warm water and soap. And in between the fingers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> I just got grossed out. So that was disgusting. And yeah. literally everybody was sick. Everywhere, you couldn't sick. go anywhere without no. coughing or sneezing. Mm-hmm. And then the, the masks on top of it just like being like in your face reminding you that, hey, something's going on. Yeah, it's totally just like. Which I think makes you highly more alert to all the coughing and sneezing and all that stuff. Absolutely. And it's like eating at the back of your head. And. Even right now where we're, you know, hopefully the height of it, but also the height of the the hype of it is that your chances of getting it are very low and your chances of getting the flu, which killed, has killed more people is super high. Yep. So I got the flu shot this year though. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting it next year because I got the flu last year. Mm. Yeah, I got the flu. Speaking of which, while we were off in previous episodes, I got the flu and it knocked me out for uh, essentially a week. It sucked. Yeah. Well, last time I had the flu was the old swine flu, actually. Oh, really? 2008 or nine. Really? Yeah. Why'd you yeah. have the swine flu? What were you doing to I pigs? Was rolling around with pigs. Huh. Wee! Yeah, yeah. Wee! Anyway. So that was disgusting. So that was, that kind of kicked also, everything off. It, coming into this trip, I hadn't traveled for about three weeks. Yep. So I said to Ashley, I said, I'm going to go. And I, I was on the road a week before mm-hmm. in New England and then going to heli expo from there and i said to ashley i said if history's proven anything by wednesday at heli expo i'm gonna have a cold yep because i haven't traveled my antibodies are are way low and i was just preparing for it so Mm -hmm. i was hitting the vitamins real hard Mm -hmm. never got sick hey zinga never got sick so that means this next show you're gonna get sick sorry yeah because now i'm not preparing and i'm just gonna go into a blind and Mm -hmm. think that i actually am invincible Mm -hmm. which no nah 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 so, what was the, um, mm. ooh, there's a sore subject when you sore. go to a helicopter show in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. So, the Saturday, so the night before I got on my flight, yep. which was two days before the show, uh, that Saturday night, it was the night that Kobe got into his helicopter accident. Yep. And of course, going to a helicopter show in Anaheim. Right after that, yes, the yeah. First, the, just thing, everything was uh, just that. Yeah, everywhere you went, you couldn't go anywhere without every sign being about Kobe. Mm-hmm. You couldn't uh, have a conversation inside the hall without talking about Kobe's accident. Right, and the speculation of everything. Oh, rampant. Just, it's uh, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it so much. Let the investigators do the investigation, and yeah. let's. But it's this. It's, I'm going to get in my soapbox for a minute. Here we go. It is society's need for constant information and constant updates that forces us to jump to conclusions about everything all the time. I mean, it's easy to speculate what happened in the accident, I think. I mean, Uh, weather was bad. Weather was bad. Scud running it. Weather was- Weather was low. Low. For, For specific type of flying, it was not ideal. Correct. So- that is always going to be the, the forefront, right? Is the weather conditions. But the thing that drives me up a wall is the non-aviation folks who are now experts on mm-hmm. how everything should be. So this is a unfortunate side effect for being in this business when something bad goes ha- goes wrong in our business and it happens to be a highly publicized event, whether it's a celebrity or um, you know something like with uh, uh, Sully Sullenberger, yeah. something that gets a lot of coverage. Yes. Everybody, it's that Monday morning quarterback mentality. 
this is what needs to change about everything. This yep. is what you need to do. Do you know anything about aviation? No. So shut up. Well, right, just it, shut up. And then it's also these people who might might have some insight right into there's definitely been this split i feel like there are people that are trying to capitalize on the situation and maybe promote their brand you know what i mean their, their image their brand their them yeah, themselves sure not not in a combative or aggressive but you know what i mean their their sole mission is to get their name out there because they might have some ulterior motives sure but then you have these other individuals that are going to say you know here's what we know and it could be these things, but you won't know until yes, the just, investigation Just report done. the facts. And the investigation won't be done anytime soon. For months. It takes it's, it it's, takes what, as long as it takes. It takes usually months to a year-ish. Yeah. A year. usually how long it takes. I, I mean, feel you'll like get pre- preliminary sure. reports and stuff like that, which come out pretty quick. But well, the stuff actual, gets leaked, right? Like they're, yeah. And they, they go on these tangents of, oh, well, somebody reported engine sputtering. That's with every yeah. accident they report. Or that. there was the video of a helicopter crashing, and I was like, "That's the, not even the right helicopter." Right? <laughs> it, yeah, that that was Kobe's crash on video. I didn't it, even see any. I, I tried it, to disconnect. It was myself. it was a white four twelve that the tail rotor came off of, and I was like, "This is not even That's, not even remotely close to to what that aircraft was." Yeah, and seeing the pictures of that aircraft it was a beautiful looking aircraft too, with the had the graphite paint on it and everything. I saw old photos of it when it was white yeah or yeah. when it was yeah the state of uh, indiana or something like that something like that yeah. yeah it wasn't it wasn't in its but yeah it, that's yeah when he had when he acquired it it got painted in a carbon fiber paint mm-hmm. and had like a under armor logo on it and a nike, nike swish uh, yeah that's cool It was a beautiful looking helicopter that's really cool uh, the one thing about that and it's a critique of of again the media sure if I if I could be so bold to <laughs> disagree with the yeah. media, it, it's a tragic incident. Yeah, lots of life was lost there in the not focus, just his, and the focus was only on him. Yeah, there were children, there were families that were on board the helicopter. I, I was a little, I'm, I'm like hesitant to. They show the pilot in the list of victims, and I always like I'm a little uneasy about it because it's like, oh, it's kind of I think we're going to find out it was probably his fault, his negligence, his, among <laughs> other things. Yes. I right. mean, as you know, there's a chain. Right. And it doesn't it doesn't take one thing to break that chain. And they they were using a photo of the pilot where like he was wearing his glasses funny. Yeah. And it's like, this is the guy that was the pilot when the helicopter crashed. And yeah. like, he had his sunglasses on funny and was making a funny face. Sure. They probably got it off of Facebook, off of yeah. some random event. And that's yeah. not good. No. That's not a good look for And it aviation. doesn't paint the industry in a, in a positive right. light, especially when, you know, the, the next thing that comes out is, oh, well, the NTSB has been recommending uh, terrain awareness, uh, terrain alerting and warning systems for helicopter operators for the last X number of years to the FAA. Yep. And obviously the FAA has to, NTSB does not make any rules. The FAA makes the rules. Yep. And the FAA takes that input and evaluates it and evaluates it on a number of different fronts. Not only the availability of the technology, but the cost of it and the burden to, and this is going to sound crazy, but the burden to the operator. Yep. Not everything, while it'd be great to have every safety uh, product out there on your aircraft, it's not feasible and it doesn't apply to everybody. Yep. So it's kind of applying rules sensibly to 
the group, the population of, of aviation. Uh, the irony of using the word sensibility yeah, when talking about the FAA rulemaking process. I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you're 100 percent right. Right. There, there is some sensibility. And I apologize to our listeners because we've strayed into the serious category. Here. Yes. We'll get Buzz back. Kill Kensington. We'll get well, back to the crazy. And it, that was kind of back to the 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 theme of the show. Right. Is it it, it hung heavy over the show for sure and it not even just in the show hall but when you're hopping in an uber and you hear it on the radio 24 7 coverage and then somebody the uber driver's like oh hey what are you guys in town for and you're like (laughs) helicopter show can we say dolphin polishing oh man that just sounds so sexual i I love it or can we just say like couch insurance you know one of the shows that was actually going on in one of the adjacent hall adjacent halls was a bikini show what why didn't we go to that Uh, one we should we should have put on bikinis uh, and gone there man like yeah um cm contestant 12 i'm (laughs) no it was like oh like a designer show. <laughs> yeah. Like oh designer. man, we could have we could have gotten like trash bags or something yeah. and put them on. And been like, well, this is clearly the 2019. Yes, obviously. Obviously, it's last year's model. Last year's model. Well, what are your thoughts on Anaheim? So Anaheim, my initial thoughts, and I feel like this is a common theme with us as far as grading or rating cities, is the homeless population. And it's yeah, I, I get it. And I don't want to dwell on it because it's one of those things I think California's just got going on. West Coast cities, West Coast warm cities just has, right? Yeah. And we we mentioned it at Palm Springs last year and it, it yep. seemed it seemed heightened in Anaheim. I think anywhere there's a transient population, you end up with it. Sure, sure. But it was like very out in the open. It's one thing if it's off to the side, but it was like Yeah. Keep your poverty and sadness away from no, us. Like no, we're trying to have fun. <laughs> I, I don't mean it like that. I mean it as in, I guess I mean it like that, right? <laughs> I, maybe. You, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you've got the opportunity to change the way you mean it. But, you know, it, it just seemed like it was. It's, it's par for the course anytime you have a destination that has people roaming through. Sure. And the reason, like, if you want to dig down to, like, the root cause of why that is, is because... People know, and to be fair, there's a, there's a percentage that are truly homeless, yeah, and then there's a percentage that are pretending to be homeless to get money off of people. Right. People do it in those areas because they know there's a lot of transient people that come from middle America. Again, I feel horrible bashing middle <laughs> so America. So if I'm bashing homeless you get, people, you're bashing you, middle America. You get transient people that maybe don't travel on a regular basis, are used to their small town. Maybe they're Canadian. <laughs> We only got three downloads in Canada. We can be rough on them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're not used to, it's easy to fuel, fool folks usually in yeah. that category. Or it's it's more, suscept- they're more susceptible to falling for the homeless tactics versus somebody that lives in a major metropolitan area that's exposed to it on a regular basis. Yeah. And I, it wasn't even the money aspect. No one was like, no one was like, hey, can you spare some change? You know, I didn't see... Then you're talking about opiates. I don't know, man. Or heroin or whatever the big thing is now. I just watched that show on Netflix, The Pharmacist. You yeah. Watch that? I haven't yet, but I heard it's good. It's it's a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's going to be Pete Ring's review for this episode. It's a roller coaster. Watch it. You're going to hate it and then love it and then hate it and then, and then love hate it, it and then love it again. We, love is a strong word for that, actually. Yeah. You're going to like it. So I think the, what I just saw is that people were living at a bus stop. And I thought that was very odd. Like nobody came. And I think it's just, I I don't, it's, I think a more of a society problem. I think, I think there's a, there's a problem there. Somebody shouldn't be just living on the streets. There should be opportunities for, 
if somebody, heaven forbid, has a uh, bad time in their life, they should be able to have some sort of help to get back on their feet, unless it was kind of self-inflicted, right? Which some of it is. Some of it is, and it's super sad, And but they should have an avenue if more, it's mental health, if it's, you more, know. More often than not, it's self-inflicted. And I feel like they should be, somebody, there should be an avenue there, and again, they have to bring themselves to it yep. to get, you know, help wherever they need it, mental health or, yep. and I think a lot of it is also, they may have some sort of mental illness and they've been shunned from their support network, right? Yep. And they just have found themselves here or whatever it is. But going back to it, yes, so there was a homeless, a, a noticeable homeless presence and it was in the main, the, like the active areas that we were kind of going through. Cause sometimes you don't see it. It, it might not be on the, like a main street or something like that. You know what I mean? Yep. Or there, I, I think the biggest thing for me is that they had like set up shop or like their house at a bus station. Yeah. And no one was like, Hey, maybe this isn't the best spot type of deal. And yeah. not, not that I don't want to see it. It's just, I, I will, I would love to help them, but how do you help them? That's, I think that's the question that right. uh, has caused them to be there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the heavy thing. So woo. anyway, we oh, just got oh, that, that, Wow. We were just, uh, I also thought the restaurants were decent. Yeah. So this is a real <laughs> shit episode about heavy stuff. Sorry, everyone. Um, Anaheim for me is just is, is I, I'm, it's not my favorite place to go. I don't think that there's uh, it's very spread out. So yeah. there's, there is good stuff to do there and there's good restaurants, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, some of the other places we go, it's more compact. Yeah. Everything is in one place. I didn't, I didn't leave the, the convention center area within like a five mile radius. Yeah. The no, entire we didn't time either. There, so we did have one excellent dinner that I'd like to talk about. Um, place was called the New York Avenue. Oh, I remember you talking about this. It was an excellent dinner. If you're ever in Anaheim, check out New York Avenue. It's a steakhouse, Mm -hmm. but it's a, it's for the lack of a better term, it's a mom and pop. It's not a chain. Yep. And nice, excellent food. The service was, um, unmatched anywhere that I've been in recent years. Just excellent, excellent service. Food was delicious. And the best thing that I thought about this restaurant that I love the most, food was great. Mm-hmm. Service was great. The number one thing for me that I liked the most about it was it was quiet. Oh, that's nice. You it's can not... have a conversation yeah. without yelling. So a lot of the places, like we went out to dinner Friday night. We went to Ruth's Chris, which is yep. a great steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And the food was delicious. I really enjoyed it. Everyone really enjoyed it, except for my wife, <laughs> who did not feel well that night. Yeah. And it's good food, and the service is great there, for sure. Yep. But it's that tall building, and it's Big just, room. It's loud. It just it's, echoes. It's hard to have an intimate experience in a large room with a lot of people. Especially when you're having like a professional dinner. Yeah. And you're trying to do whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. But that place was excellent. Yeah. I remember you saying that and I was bummed that I didn't have a chance. And on the continuing on my culinary tour of Anaheim, there was one thing that I really did enjoy about the show itself Mm. was that they had food trucks. The food trucks. So you weren't limited to just the, for the lack of a better term, garbage that you get inside a convention hall for for your meals. There was actually legitimately good food right outside the door. Yeah. It wasn't like, what's the standard run? It's like chicken fingers and fries, burger and fries, pizza, salad. It's like all the things that you just shouldn't be eating, especially at a trade show. Yeah. A hot dog. Yeah. yeah. A, a hot Ooh, dog that hot might dog. be room temp. Yeah. So yeah, the, the food trucks was, were amazing. And it's, it was also nice because I feel like it's supporting more of the local 
Yeah. Y- you know, you get these kind of local operators that come in and you had a whole bunch of different options. There were six trucks or something. Yeah, there was, uh, let's see if I can remember it all. There was, we'll do them by ethnicity, if we will. Yep. So there was the pizza truck for yep. the for the Italians. Yep. There was an Asian truck. Yep. There was Mexican, Greek, um, <laughs> missing, missing two more. There were two more. There were six trucks. There was maybe a sandwich truck, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think there and was like a deli. There was... Uh, oh, there was, um, there was like a Middle Eastern one that was not the Greek one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I had, I had paella every day just cause I knew that I was a oh, maybe safe was, option. Maybe it was the paella truck then is the one paella. I'm missing. Because Spanish, I, yeah. I had the, um, I had the noodles on, mm-hmm. from the Asian truck with the, it was, it was a noodle bowl with orange chicken and half teriyaki chicken on it. Oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah. And it was, yeah, the food was great. And they were, the service was yeah, amazing Yeah, they're, they're turning it over there. Yeah. yeah getting it turned over. That's, I, I really, really enjoyed that. And I hope that that comes at the next location. You know, the wife and I were speaking a few years ago about maybe starting a, a little side hustle business around trade shows. And one of the ideas that we had was bringing in food trucks. So food trucks. when we saw that, we were like, this is that's it. This is as good as we thought it was several could, years ago. <laughs> could we do our coffee wine bar food truck? Maybe. Maybe. We could do coffee in the morning hours and uh-huh. then wine in the evening. Fermented beans. Fermented beans. Or what was the other one? I don't remember. There was a bunch of good ones. Jen and I were dying laughing. Anyway. Nice. So the other side of this, yep. of course, for the listeners who know my appreciation of a little... Uh, company mouse a mouse company yeah so we went to disneyland we went to disneyland for two days so we did it with you guys yep that was really fun i went to disneyland yeah we had a blast oh my kids don't listen to this oh (laughs) Uh, anyway we went to disneyland it was fun we went uh we enjoyed it the we we did a lot in that day with you guys we were all over yeah and it was a great day it was a blast it was a whole lot of fun uh the one thing we did like a lot of the rides the original rides yeah we still prefer disney world so that's always the big contention right land versus world yep and world is bigger isn't it world is huge it's exponentially larger i was surprised how small disneyland was yeah yeah and they're just because this is the first time i'd ever been there mine too they they had so it when walt originally built the park it was in the 50s and there was nothing there yeah so he bought the land he needed and then that was it yep and then as soon as he did that all of the hotels all the land around it got bought up yeah so when he bought disney world he bought way more than he needed right under a number of expand later yeah under a number of different names but still under the same company so that I think Nobody one, of the, got. one of the more enjoyable things about any of the Disney stuff is learning like the backstory. Of, yeah. There's always like tales of Walt. Right. And like different, st- like they were telling us the story about where he would live when he was there. Yeah. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. My, f- uh, do you have a favorite ride? Um, so my favorite ride is still my favorite ride. That's at Disney world. It's, but I like this version better. It's I the, meant from this trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. It's much different at this one than yeah. it is in Disney World. I was a little nervous when we went on that because it got dark. Yeah. And then we went over like one one drop and yeah. I was like, is this what it is the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets, so, and that's, so that was the original one. And then when they first opened Disney World, here's a little tidbit for you. When they first opened Disney World, they didn't have one. And I guess like everybody was like, where's the, where's the Pirates ride? 
<laughs> and they were like, oh shit, we got to put in a pirate's ride. And that's why it's kind of like rushed. It's kind of like put together yep. all, all weird. Hastily. Yeah. So there's kind of, it doesn't have really a cohesive storyline. So, and then the next day we went with uh, Jen's brother and his family. They, she, uh, they have a three-year-old and a 10-year-old. So it was super awesome to see their excitement and the whole thing through their eyes. And one thing that I was surprised that you kind of enjoyed was Star Wars Land. Yeah. It was all right. What? Um, but we got to fly the Millennium Falcon. I did enjoy that ride. That Wasn't was, that fun? That, that was fun. I did not enjoy the wait for it because it's oh, deceiving yeah. how long that line is. Yeah. Yeah, they totally did. Because they, they, they roped it around. And every time you thought, you're like, oh, it's right here. Yep. Nope. 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 Here's this another line. This is another room. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. My favorite ride, though, was the the Incredibles roller coaster. Oh. That, that was thing awesome. was awesome. And, and I, that line wasn't bad. No, not at all. And I really wish they had something. I really uh, wish we got the photo. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. The photo just never, it never came up in the rotation. And that is a huge complaint. And I complained the next day because the same thing happened when we went on Splash Mountain. Yep. I went and they're like, oh, if you don't see it here, go talk to the person who sells the photos. So I went down there and I waited in a line. Shocking. Yep. And... I get to the front and I was like, yeah, that, oh, the person before us actually was looking for their photo. And I was like, oh, that's ours. I just need the number to add it to our account. And I said to her, I go, why is this so difficult? Why has this experience been terrible for the photos? Because in Disney World, it's all linked to a little yeah, uh, bracelet. Yeah. So you get it instantly and you don't have to go sit in a line. You don't have to wait for whatever. And she goes, oh, I just came from there. And yeah, that process is a hundred times better than this. It's hopefully something that they will roll out in the future. I don't know if we'll go back to Disneyland unless there's some sort of. This is, I mean, if there's another show there, I'm open to it. Sure. I did. I did not enjoy our dining experience the night no. before there or two nights before at the pizza. Pl- pizza was good, but it was just pizza, and yeah. you had to walk forever to yeah. get to it, and it's just crammed with people. Delicious though. Yeah. Was the sun uh, the ice cream shakes that everybody got that night? Oh yeah. And Brad got one, and I literally took an entire ice cream sandwich off the top of it. He's like, "Just take it." Oh <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's yeah. like an ice cream cookie sandwich. I forgot about that Italian place, but we so I went there a couple times, and yep. not the Italian place, but the downtown Disney, the Disney yep. Springs of of Disneyland, and it really wasn't. I, I was hoping for more. There's a good photo of uh, of us also that we'll have to post with this episode of us wearing sunglasses inside oh, the sunglass hut. Oh, I have that. I forgot about that. Yeah, Sven and Sven. Sven and Sven from the '80s dance hit group. Sven's eighties <laughs> <laughs> dance his hitch group. We need Duncan some, like, some uh, pastel starter jackets or something to like fully. Oh, yeah, get some Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, starter jackets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, that that's it. I'm I'm okay with uh, not going. Where are they going next year? They said New Orleans. I think it's New Orleans next year because they had that band that came marching through the. I'm facility. excited for New Orleans. I, I was really I like New Orleans. I was really hoping that we could have gone to New Orleans this year for our sales meeting, which will be in a future episode. But yep. uh, I was really hoping for for New Orleans at least once this year. I, I love New Orleans. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Anyways, that's Heli Expo 29 2020. Oh, the future. The future is now. Yeah, the future is now. It is. Okay. See ya. See ya. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Life Adventure PS and Instagram Life Adventures Pete Simpson. views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals.